Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. A little bit later on today, uh, we're going to have a bonus episode for our Friendo Club TV members. That's right. You can get there $5 a month on the Patreon uh, Twitch subs and uh, YouTube channel members will have access to our bonus episode. I think we're going to be looking at the new Japan Cup. Yeah. Because we're this is a pivotal and important part for March predictions for Big Red. This could very well decide the whole thing. If someone has like a really good showing at this in this tournament and racks up a bunch of points, this could be it. This could be it. This could be it. This could be it. Uh, on, breaking man. news. Go, Enforcer's go got, go got his, his picks in. So everybody's got their picks in. Who are, do you know who his finalists are? Yeah, I can see it. It's right here in front of me. There, Why different. did you yell at me like I'm supposed to know what you're looking at on your computer? They're, they're, his, his finalists are different than than ours. Now, we have different finalists. His winner is different as I well. I want to know who his finalists you are. Can, oh, you know you what? You have no. access to the, 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 gotta, the thing, too. You got to stay tuned to find out. Yes, there you on go. On our bonus episode. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, so that's good. We're going to talk about last night's Monday Night Raw now that we are so close to WrestleMania. We had a heel turn. We had a title change, all sorts of stuff going on in Raw last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, this is fascinating because we never really got his side of what happened 
when Samoa Joe beat Karrion Cross for the NXT title and then vacated it and then later on got, like, released. Yeah. We never really got. But now that's changed because Samoa Joe, uh, uh, who's been quiet for quite some time now, spoke with Busted, Busted Open Radio. Talked about why he had to drop the NXT title after winning it from Karrion Cross. These transcripts come to you via Fightful. He says, I popped for COVID. It was the weekend. My wife was making stew and I couldn't smell it. She says, wow, doesn't that smell great? I said, no. I tested positive on Saturday. By then, Vince wanted to go in a different direction with NXT and he wanted to have the new opening with NXT 2.0 be with a bang. And I agreed with him. I said, if that's the case, this is probably what's best for what your vision is for this product. I went behind the scenes and started working with talent on a one-to-one basis, pulling guys individually in open gyms, working with them and focusing on these new tremendous prospects that were brought in and people that were hungry to learn and excited about this newfound opportunity. It was invigorating for me. When you're working with younger talent that are hungry and want to succeed on a high level, it amps up your own spirit. I was delving into that heavily working with Matt Bloom on revising things, training techniques, and evaluating what we were doing already and seeing if we could do it better. That was really the end of my tenure at WWE. Interesting, because, you know, the video he posted on Twitter, he cited injury as Mm -hmm. the reason he had to vacate the title. Uh, Seems to not be the situation. Um, And, uh, you know, looking at it, if they wanted to kind of start the NXT 2.0 era with a bang, as he mentioned here. It's interesting they put the title initially on Ciampa, seemingly because he fits a similar role as Joe, mm-hmm. the veteran who's been there for a while, uh, who is who is the mountain that uh, one of these 2.0 upstarts has to climb to, to be the top top guy around there. That's, that's sort of the, the interesting point here. I wonder... I would I would never accuse somebody of like, you know, obfuscating the truth. But you got to wonder how much diplomacy there is in this, because there did seem to be an opportunity. You know, the covid stuff. I I, I have no idea what his individual situation yes, yes, was with covid. Yes, Sometimes that, 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 that has, has to be as we saw with well. Keith Lee. That has to be considered as well. Yes, that that took a lot of his a yes. lot of his time. Yes. So it's it's very possible that that just ate up a lot of his time and that time frame didn't work entirely. Um, possible. Yeah, that's true. But uh, in in many cases, that's not the case, and I wonder which his side, which side his fell on, uh, because yeah, Champa totally stepped into that role, and it was a little while before all that sort of transitionary. But if they wanted to move ahead, they wanted to move ahead. Um, um, it's interesting that he that he mentioned specifically, uh, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. So Joe won the title at on August 22nd, so that's the TakeOver mm-hmm. SummerSlam weekend. And then about two weeks later, he had to vacate it, and that was right before they had the first episode of 2.0. That was on September 14th. So two yeah. days prior, he vacated it. Yeah. So in that case, it would seem that like a 10, even if it was a 10-day, you know, make sure you got a negative test and no symptoms situation, might have been too much for them to have wanted to deal with because that rebrand was was starting up. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah. That's it's interesting though that they never even after all that, they never brought him back for the loose ends. But yeah, at that yeah. point the, the the rebrand was so dramatic and they were obviously moving in that direction. 
It's just a shame. You know, it's uh, I've said this before. I'll say it again. It's the weirdest thing in pro wrestling. People are just written off and they just don't show up again. Yeah, I know. I They're know. never mentioned again. It's, it's, it's just a trope. It's a convention of pro wrestling that we've all just sort of taken for granted for decades now. Um, yeah, but it is still, when you think about it in the grand scheme of like narrative fiction, which it could be an aspect considered. Totally, totally. Uh, it's it's crazy. That kind of yeah, yeah. Get, get, getting back to the schedule as far as Joe dropped the title stuff, you know, he, he doesn't mention when he tested positive. It could have been the weekend before the show, you know, entirely possible. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, totally. So which, yeah. In which case, he, he there'd been no way he, he could have he could have participated. So yeah, so um, uh, it, it makes sense then why he would have to vacate if they're looking to move forward with the next aspect of two point So yeah, big question becomes. When do we get to see Samoa Joe back in the ring? I, I want to see that. I know you probably want to see it because he's yeah, awesome. He is. Well, he talked about that a little bit, and these transcripts are also from Fightful. He says, since my departure from WWE, I've been consumed with outside work, outside of the wrestling industry. A lot of cool voiceover work. He's got a great voice. He does. Uh, says, been busy with that. As far as my future in wrestling, I kind of started my road back to the ring in NXT. That road never really stopped. I just kept training. We're training. We're ready. I'm not on paper with anybody anywhere. We haven't signed anything. We're just kind of exploring our options. I'm taking a little time personally to be with the family and and shore things up on the home side. We'll see what the coming months hold. Hopefully, it'll be positive. I'm not really engaged with anybody or exploring that. I've been consumed with my other work, which has been nice. We're now getting back to pro wrestling and seeing where we go from here. I'm open to whatever opportunity. At this point, I'm blessed enough that I get to make decisions and get to work on things outside of wrestling, which is a rarity when you're in this far in and committed to the business. The discussions haven't happened yet. I've got my team working on stuff, and when they eventually connect, we'll see if something gets worked out. Let me ask you this. Hmm. End quote. Um, Reckless speculation time. Oh, all right. Is there any chance that he's electing to do this interview now at this point, the go-home week of... AW Revolution. The timing may be a little too coincidental. Can uh, we confirm here at Going and Raw that he's going to be at Revolution? <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's possible. This is this would be one of the more oblique tw- uh, teases to a, a debut I've seen in a long time. You really have to connect those, try to connect those dots. Um, yeah, all right, I'll do some mental gymnastics if I get yeah. Joe back. Yeah, it's it's probably it's probably a, not even that much of a coincidence. He's just doing the interview. Et cetera, et cetera. But uh, man, I would love to see Joe back in the ring. Oh, I would love yeah. to see him, whatever he could do in AEW and whatever role. Yeah, I mean, be awesome. I mean, I, I would just love to see Joe back on TV in basically any capacity, announcer. Yeah, you know, authority C- figure, new CSI drama. Yeah, I'd actually watch the shit out of CSI uh, hell, hell for yeah, the first I would. time. Hell ever yeah, I would. If Joe was on there, heck yeah. Him, LL Cool J, and uh, Robin from Batman Forever. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. What a that team! Shit. What a team! Yeah, that's up. Oh, dream team right there. Yeah. Oh, put Joe in this in the in the relaunch Law and Order. Oh man, there you go. In the same, like he just replaces Sam Waterston. Oh yeah, okay. same character yeah. but just different actor. Sure, sure. <laughs> Choking out judges and shit. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd watch that shit. Heck yeah, I'd watch Joe and Dispel uh, any TV endeavor, movie endeavor he did. He was in the uh, the Suicide Squad video game. He was. He voiced as, uh, uh, King Shark. King Shark. Yeah, he's yeah. done some voiceover, quite a bit of voiceover stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jmart here bringing that up as well. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Yes. Thank that's you. Robin's name. Batman is Chris O'Donnell. Yes. I like it better as 
Robin from Batman Forever, though. Oh, Enforcer's got it. Joe in the West Wing is Jed Bartlett. President, oh, President oh Joe. my God. Nobody would mess with him. Nobody Ooh. would mess with him. Sanctions, you know what the sanction is? Go to sleep. I know. Not Mu- the move, go to sleep. sanction is Coquina muscle, Clutch. Muscle Buster. Uh, <laughs> sanctions are muscle busters. Muscle busters. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Anyway, let's talk Raw. Uh, It was actually a fairly eventful episode. Um, yeah, I actually watched most of it all but the last half hour last night, and I would have watched the whole thing except I just what? got tired. Yeah, Whoa. I didn't watch it live. All Back it live. to doing Monday night reviews? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I started at eight thirty. That in sounds fact. like, and then I was all caught up by like nine thirty or ten. Yeah, man, and then I watched another half hour, and I was like, all right, I'm sleepy, so I went to bed instead. Uh, there's a lot to like on Raw. Uh, we got a new U.S. champion. We got Finn Balor, uh, best in Damian Priest. To win that U.S. title, Damian Priest obviously not happy about it. Uh, he dropped a, 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 a promo blaming his loss on the fans, like a really obvious heel turn. You gotta, man, you gotta feel for Damian Priest at this point. His his wasn't even the biggest heel turn on on the single episode. That goes to Edge in the following a, segment. Yeah, AJ Styles literally moments later. We saw that happen. Yeah, that promo was terrible. I feel bad for this guy. He clearly has no idea who he's supposed to be. Well, here's the thing about that, too, is of all the times where it would have made sense to do the the the, the, swi- the, the switching of the, the flipping of the switch yeah. from Priest to Damien, that was the time. Mm-hmm. And they don't do it. I know. I know. I know. Like, that, you could have done that, and you, you, could, you, could, you could, didn't have to do the promo. Just do that. I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming that that aspect of him is simply just gone. Like they that just they be. stopped doing that. I mean, this is this is this is the part of Wrestling Observer Live when Meltzer says, "Yeah, they they got rid of you know that gimmick," and then people report as fact, even though it's just clear as day. speculation. <laughs> you know? I know. It's just one of those observations. Yeah, clearly they got rid of that gimmick, and he's just going to be a bad guy at this point. Um, so. Yeah, uh, that's um, that was unfortunate, but it was great to see. It was great to see Finn Balor win that U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Um, I, here's the thing: maybe, maybe the plan is to have Priest get that title back as part of his bad guy shtick. But I don't really have faith that they're going to execute this bad guy shtick to the degree that Vince is going to like it enough 
to get that title back off of Finn. I think this is one of those things where it's like, oh, this should be a story where he gets it back as a bad guy. I think that might be the, the plan, you but know, that plan's going to go you goodbye. You know what they might do is have another match on Raw where maybe that does happen. Priest really flips the switch. He's Damien. Now he wins it back, and then we get Demon Balor get the belt back at WrestleMania against Damien. I think, man, you know what? It's such an obvious and such a good idea. I think we even talked about we talked about this in the preview. We talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah. All this time, and he's been, you know, flipping the switch. It's like, oh, he's and when Sonya yelled at him. And it's like, what a great idea to tell a story there where it's like, man, I can't let that side of myself out. Otherwise, I'm gonna be sanctioned or whatever. Mm-hmm. A muscle buster sanctioned, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And and so I can't be my full self in the ring. So now I have to be nothing but that in the ring because I can't play both sides. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good story. It is. They didn't do that, though. And I, I honestly think what you're saying is a great idea. I don't think they're going to do it. And, you know, you, you have a chance to have Demon Ballard motivated to I know, do it. But I, I don't know. think they're going to. And they might just uh, eventually buy. They might just bypass uh, uh, Priest winning it back. And just have Priest kind of make Finn's life hell over the next month or so. I, that's what they usually do. And then have the match at WrestleMania: Demon Balor versus Damian. And then Demon Balor goes over, and then and then and then he goes on as U.S. Champ, and Damian just, just completely mired in the mid card. That's a that's a totally likely situation. I think that right there is probably the more accurate. Yeah, probably prediction. Um, let's talk about uh, Edge going heel. You know, on we AJ thought Styles. we know we knew him. We thought we knew him. But yeah, here's the uh, thing about I, I like Edge. This. this is good. Yeah, it was good. Here's the thing about Edge. We saw this last year in the lead up to WrestleMania as well, where he started adopting some heel tendencies. I think Edge's kind of overall story isn't so much that he's a face or a heel, is that especially at WrestleMania season, he wants best competition. Because what motivated mm-hmm. all this is like AJ. I don't want, I don't want the AJ that's been in the tag division with the Moss mm-hmm. for the last year. I want the Bulldog. Want the bulldog. And so what Edge is doing here is I don't think is 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 you can sum it up as simply as a heel turd. He's trying to bring out the best in AJ Styles. Yeah. And he went really far with that with two concertos. Mm-hmm. But it's not like he's going heel for the sake of going heel. He did all this to to bring out the best in AJ because he wants the best competition. Yeah. He also wants to concuss AJ because he gave him two concertos. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I feel I I absolutely I, I agree. And uh and I think it adds you know, they could have done the whole, hey, respect thing going into this. But now, man, you got to add some what to it? Got to add some heat. You got to add some heat to it. Edge made it personal. Um, yeah. So I like that. I think that's great. Uh, okay. So also there's this. It it seems clear. seems obvious as day that where this uh, Vince McMahon, Pat McAfee is headed because they telegraphed it. The only The only question is. How corny is this going to play out on the actual Pat McAfee show? It could be pretty corny. Like this is going to go like this is like if 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 it's like one to ten and ten is corny s. This is going to be like a, a eight, nine, or ten. Yeah, it seems that way. Because is Austin Theory going to be in his wrestling gear? I would I would be surprised if he wasn't. Because he's going to be there. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah, I mean McMahon seems to think that's it's gonna not gonna be a big deal, but, um, but yeah, you know. Well, it could be a hey, situation where Vince is doing the interview and Austin Theory is gonna barge into the studio, say, "I'm here, I'm here, Mister McMahon, I have your back," and that's what's gonna create the issue. It's not anything that mm-hmm. Pat or Vince. Has <laughs> yeah, to say. Austin's gonna create the issue by yes. thinking there's gonna be an issue. Yes. You're right. Um, 
What, which only leads to the question. I, I wonder, I wonder, Pat's already brought up Cody. Is he going to bring up Cody? I mean, I don't know if he actually brings up AEW. That's entirely possible. Again, yeah, Vince no. knows that there's buzz to be had there. You'd think so. Um, You'd think but so. certainly he could bring up Cody, and that can that can motivate Cody versus Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it could just be Pat versus – I hope it's not Pat. I hope I, – I, as much as I thought he did a great job in NXT – for those two matches. Um, I really hope that it's actually, you know, it's it's Cody or a proxy for Pat anyway. Maybe Steel instead of, Michael you know, Cole. I think also, too, we've all been assuming this would be a one-on-one bout between Vince and Pat or Cody and, and, and Austin. What if it's a oh, tag, tag match? match? Yeah, it could be. That could totally be, yeah. That's a possibility. So, uh, as far as uh, something that, that happened on Raw that is hopefully not that bad, but maybe... Uh, depending on the severity of it. Looked like Randy Orton got injured last night. Yeah. Uh, so he took a frog splash from Montez Ford. Looks like Montez's knees hit Randy in the arm-shoulder area. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then it's obvious the finish did not go as planned. Right, yeah. Everybody looks so confused. Like, yeah. the Street Profits, it's funny because there is the element of, man, we have to act like we just beat these guys and celebrate they were completely taken off their yes. game because they were like so focused on, oh my God, did we just fuck up Randy Orton? And uh, and they had to like really struggle to try to celebrate. I know, it took a little while and some conversations between Riddle and Orton and, and, and the Street Profits and the ref. Um, and uh, apparently there was some uh, reporting on Twitter that uh, Randy left the ring kind of favoring one of his arms. I think it was his right arm. And I th- mm-hmm. believe Randy's had a history of shoulder issues in the past. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's not something that's going to come up uh, here so on the road to mania. He gave a somewhat cryptic, uh, but seemingly reassuring tweet uh, about 13 hours ago from filming this. So I don't know, late last night, I guess. It says, uh, medium and charred, thanks for asking. Now that had the reference. Uh, apparently, he did something where he, he was asked about how he likes the steak, and that was his answer. So I don't know. Never mind then. I figured that had to do with it. I thought that was a metaphor for his injury. Never but mind. But maybe he, okay. that's what he's referencing by uh, by that. I don't know. Okay. I mean, yeah, that might be just him saying, "Hey, I'm I'm okay." Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Who knows? I hope. I hope that's the case. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, uh, they obviously got well. Thirteen hours would be. Yeah, that'd be last night. So that's probably what he's referring to, because I believe mm-hmm. the the steak stuff was earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I believe. Well, yeah, 13 hours ago was definitely, uh, I mean, that was at midnight. Yeah. Last night. So it was after the show. So um, hopefully, hopefully he's okay and uh, he'll be able to make it to WrestleMania. Uh, might as well just dive into it. Uh, first off, Raw's got a new show open. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just need, I just need a song. I don't care. I don't even care what genre. Just a little more quicker tempo, more energy, more urgency. That's what it needs. It needs more urgency. You know, that was the thing about uh, like the 97, 98 raw intro. Yeah. And the song, Urgency. Yeah. I know. I know. I'll be honest with you, man. Even that god-awful Nickelback song had urgency to it. I don't. There's a lot of uh, adjectives I would use to describe Nickelback songs, and urgency is not one of them. You might be right, but that song, that that intro did. That intro was good, man. It's no Jim Johnston, but... Uh, Obviously you know. not. Obviously not. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyways, it opened up with the Kevin Owens show, the KO show. He introduces Seth Rollins. They walk to the ring. He says, it's not going to, he's not going to lie. It's been a tough year for both of them. He says, neither of us have been able to secure a spot at Mania yet. And that's not okay. The two biggest WWE superstars in history, not at WrestleMania, and that's a travesty. And Seth says, we've been screwed on the path uh, to the road, on the road to WrestleMania in every possible way. But the Mania gods have given us one more card to play in the form of the Raw Tag Team titles. We're going to take those titles into Mania and make moments. And Kevin says, oh, I love the sound of that. Because I've heard what people are saying, that my disdain for Texas will distract me from winning tag titles. He says, but I assure, but I assure, Seth, I assure you, nothing will stop us from becoming tag champions next week. We're going to go on and defend those titles at WrestleMania. Nothing's going to distract me from that. Not the people of that, not the people of Texas, not legends from Texas, not even that stupid cowboy hat. He's wearing a goofy cowboy hat. Yeah. He had a, a, a Twitter beef with JBL earlier yesterday, and he was talking about cowboy hats. Yes. Uh, Seth says, you know, I know you don't like Texas, Kevin Owens. But we're not in Texas tonight. We're in Ohio, and we got a show to do. And let's bring out our guests, the Alpha Academy. So Alpha Academy come to the ring, and Gable says, thank you for having them on. And then Kevin Owens is like, why do you say that weird? You, you say that weird. Do it again. Do it normal. And, and Gable says, thank you. Thank you. And Kevin Owens says, that's not how you say that. Uh, Gable says, nonetheless, we're happy to be here. All that we've heard a lot uh, is a couple of asses making a bunch of assumptions about the tag match next week. They, they tell he tells uh, Owens and Seth, "Talk all you want, but the current tag champion to Alpha Academy." Uh, Kevin Owens says, "Well, I'm aware that you're tag champions till next week." And Seth's like, "Hey, we like you, but WrestleMania needs us, and we need WrestleMania." So Gable tells Seth and Kevin Owens they weaseled their way into the match next week, and because of that, Alpha Academy's odds of winnings drastic go down. Uh, Kevin Owens is like, I don't like numbers. You know, you can't take this personally. It's just business. And Gable says, you're so worried about your spots in Mania. 
You've already had your chances. You've won championships there. Seth, you made a vetted. And when, he, and when uh, Gable says that, Seth, like a light bulb goes off. And he starts smiling. He can't contain himself. Gable says, I've never been on the show. He's never been at WrestleMania. So they busted their ass and earned their chance to be on the show. And Seth says, I got it. I got an idea. After we beat you for the Raw Tag Titles, then you can face us for the titles at Mania. Everybody wins. And Gable, shush. Shush. Shushes them. Shush. And then uh, Owen says, well, don't shush us. They get into a shush off. Shush. And then Owens hits Gable with a stunner. We go to commercial. We come back. We get Alpha Academy versus Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. This is a lot of fun. Both these teams work really great together. And uh, again, all the, the the smooth transitions from Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins so good. help them pick up a win here with uh, Kevin Owens getting a stunner on uh, on Gable, and uh, Seth gets a stomp right after that. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun match. They mm-hmm. get a lot of time, which is great. Yeah. Uh, after that, we get an Amos interview. Um, he says, "Ever since I had my first match at Mania last year, I've dominated all my uh, all my opponents, and tonight." I've come across the largest man I've ever faced in the ring so far, T-Bar. Tonight, I'm going to dominate him, too. And that's pretty much what he did. T-Bar's just getting dominated, whether it's on main event against Veer, who can't seem to come to Raw, and uh, and now against Amos, because this is basically just a squash match. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, T-Bar was rocking a good-looking beard. Yeah. No, he looks, man, he, he looks great. And he's a terrific wrestler, super tall. I... He's just stuck in that spot of big man who's used to put other people over, man. Yep. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, Amas uh, ends up getting the win over T-Bar with that choke bomb of his. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you go with Amas, dude. I don't know. He's probably just going to be doing this kind of stuff on and off TV. Yeah. After he won, they were really piping in the booze and mm-hmm. everybody in the crowd was just standing there. Yeah. It was really yeah. noticeable after that match. They were there was piping there in tons was, of booze, and everybody was just. It seemed to be, yeah. That, that's that was the general sort of vibe of the crowd last night. It looked like they were just sort of sitting there. Mm-hmm. I thought they were they were giving some good stuff, but some crowds are just kind of hard, man. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, after that, we had uh, so there was a six woman tag match coming mm-hmm. up: Becky Lynch, Nikki Ash, Dewdrop versus Rhea Ripley. Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair. So we had a bunch of pro- we had some promos with Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. We had a uh, promos with Rhea and Liv. Nothing really all that relevatory here. I did like the little bit at the beginning of the Rhea Liv stuff where Liv is sort of you know they're looking at Rhea's vest. I was like, oh, that's it felt like a real tiny character moment. And then Liv goes into promo mode. You know, tonight it's not going to be easy. So et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Bianca comes into that promo, but then we get that match. And uh, this match is most notable for Becky Lynch basically being opened up using Bianca Belair because Be- Becky at one point was like wrapping Bianca's hair on the robe. She's really fucking with her hair. And so Bianca was like, enough of this shit and completely sliced her on the midsection with her with, you know, snapping the braid at her, whipping yeah. her with the braid. Yeah, that was brutal. That was that was, that awesome. was. there's a couple instances like one time Becky uses Bianca's braid to like ram her into the ring post. And then, as you mentioned, wrapped her hair around the, the top rope and then right before she started bianca started hitting becky with the braid becky was was pulling on it mm-hmm. tried to bring mm-hmm. her over closer to her instead she gets clobbered repeatedly with that braid becky rolls out of the ring nikki ash tries to roll up bianca bianca kicks out hits her with the kod to get the win yep yeah good stuff uh after that we had bob rude 
versus Tommaso Ciampa. Something looked, a, something sounded a little weird though about Tommaso Ciampa's entrance, Larson. I couldn't put my finger He's on it. He's got a new what? theme. That's right. He's got a new theme. Goodbye, No One Will Survive, which is a great song. It is. It's, it's, it's a, a great song. This is another the- song that doesn't sound yet as. It's got lyrics, so as you say, at least someone put the, the amount of effort into it necessary to write some words for it. But mm-hmm. musically, I don't know, it doesn't sound as distinctive as mm-hmm. no one will no. survive. But he talked about it and his rationale for the new song. It makes sense. I got I got it right here. I loaded it up on the Instagram. Oh, thank you. He says, uh, let's address the elephant in the room. Because here's the thing. I know this is this is important to people. I, I love when it, when you have a good theme song, man. It gets you jazzed up to see. And it somebody. gets the crowd jazzed up to see somebody too. And then they let WWE lets whatever these licensing, publishing rights, whatever the situation is, where they try to phase out other. You know, they had CFO Dollar Sign try to phase out Jim Johnson stuff. They, I think, they literally had them re-recording Jim Johnson stuff that was kind of the same because so it was CFO Dollar Sign doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. But like it, it to me, it, it is an unfortunate side effect that wrestlers have to deal with the backlash when the circumstances are out of their control. He said, let's address the elephant in the room. Personally, I like the new music. More importantly, I love the message fight to survive. It resonates with me on a deeper level. We all face our own struggles in life, obstacles we must overcome. We all have our own fight whether that's a battle with mental health, cancer, a physical disability, self-doubt, or anything else, we must always choose to fight to survive. Over the past few years, I've become far more active with charities and nonprofits like Give Kids the World Village. The pandemic has swept the nation. To be quite honest, with the current state of things, I'd much rather spread a message like fight to survive than no one will survive. I sure as heck would rather teach my daughter that lesson. I've been in this business for 17 years now. My platform has never been bigger than it is right now. My moment is now, literally and metaphorically, and every day, I choose to fight to survive. He's also in a new role, end quote. He's also in a new role as a face character on the program. What he's saying here, just from just, just from the surface standpoint, makes a lot of sense. He's a different character. He's a good guy. Um, and so that thematically makes more sense it does um, and and if it means you know that much to him yeah sure then then yeah. then yeah heck yeah yeah it's really savvy of him to have a statement it is like this sort of written because it's like okay well he understands that uh and it's in it's interesting i i really hope that he's he's making a good impression i hope that the fact that they're not letting him drop his finish on people I can't stand that these these roll up fin. This is two two weeks in a row yeah, where he gets the roll up. I win. know, I know, um, I know. I hope, I hope, I hope we're able to see that uh, that fairy tale ending. ending. I know. We there's some that people or, off. Well, I wonder if they'll let him do the draping DDT since that's Orton's thing on main roster. You know. Yeah, he could get rid of that. I don't. I don't mind that. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. If they want to give him a new finishing move, give him a new finishing. Should go move. back to Project Champa. That's a great move. The power yeah. bomb onto onto the knees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A yeah. Great move. You want to do that? Just give him a move instead of roll up, man. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Because that's what he won with here against yeah. Bob Roode. Yeah. It was uh, Bob Roode, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. He won with roll up. This was a really fast paced match. It was fun. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Ciampa escapes a glorious DDT, rolls Roode up to get the win. Then Roode blasts Ciampa from behind. Dolph joins in, beating up Ciampa. He hits him with a super kick. Dolph calls the mic. He says, 
Ciampa, you got lucky once, but tomorrow night, uh, you and Braun will step foot in the ring with two-time tag champs, and they'll prove they're the dirtiest dogs in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, after that, we had mixed tag action in the 24-7 division. Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tazawa and Tamina. Uh, of course, 24-7 rules were suspended for this match. Yeah. Uh, Reggie ends up getting the win here after hitting that finish of his, the flipping senton sitting thing yeah. on Tazawa. And then uh, afterwards, Dana plants a kiss on Reggie. And Tamina unexpectedly plants a big old kiss on Akira Tozawa. This is a pretty cute moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes I like the goofball shit, man. Yeah, sometimes it, it can be fun. Sometimes it can yeah. be fun. Uh, after that, we had a Street Profits interview. Uh, they're asked about their match against RK-Bro tonight. Ford says they're former tag champs. And then if they take out RK-Bro tonight, they'll find themselves next in line. And Dawkins says, yeah, Riddle's our homie, uh, but there's no love lost for those tag titles. RK-Bro is a roadblock. We've got a tag division to save from Alpha Academy. Um, they talk some trash about Seth and Kevin Owens. Uh, it says in the end, though, it doesn't matter who wins the tag titles next week. They got to be defended at WrestleMania, and they're going to be ready. Before we get that match, we get another uh, a different tag match. Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Hurt Business. So Ray drops a promo, says, you know, uh, Miz, last week you challenged us. You and Logan Paul challenged us. We accepted still. You beat us up. You humiliated us. Make no mistake. Uh, at Mania, we're going to be done with your BS. And then Dom says tonight, says, but tonight we're not focused on some Hollywood dumbass <laughs> and his fanboy. We're focused on the Hurt Business. And then I Miz love- comes out. <laughs> Dude, and just, he talked for literally five minutes. Talking and said nothing. Dude, I, I, cause I, I was watching at this point, I think I was watching it this. No, I, I actually went to this cause I watched half of it last night, half of it the, uh, this morning. And Last night, I think I was like kind of watching in the background this part, and I was like, why is he still on my screen he talking? Said nothing. So I have this truncated here. I'm not going to go into it, but he <laughs> I, literally the time code on the cable box. I said that like I'm in the 1990s uh, on my DVR. Mm-hmm. It was it was five minutes. It was five. And I know five minutes doesn't sound like a lot of time. But like five minutes is an eternity when a guy is just talking, and it's the Miz who I'm sorry he's not CM Punk, he's not MJF, he's not uh, hell even Drew McIntyre can compel you for five minutes. Yeah, Roman can compel Brock can compel you. There's for five nothing minutes. here that was compelling. Miz can't. So he just says we're uh, me and Paul are two. Uh, me and Logan Paul are two A-listers. Maybe on the way to becoming tag champions. Logan's a man who went the distance against Mayweather. With my help, he'll become the most famous superstar in WWE apart from me. He says, we watched, re- we rewatched the beatdown last week. I heard cheers. I'm finally getting the respect I deserve. He says, the fans don't want the Mysterios to be tag champs because they're sick of watching the same old crap. We're global and we're awesome. But it took him five long minutes to say it. Even the, the that- truncated version, there's not a lot there. There's nothing there, man. There's nothing there. 
It was yeah. it was basically a, a, yeah five minutes of of, of nothing. Anyways, uh, I mean it's it's not to belabor a point, man, but Raw really does know how to stretch time out to just completely stop. Did you notice like uh, uh, Finn the, again? Like later on oh, in the yeah, show, yeah. Finn Balor's entrance, and there's like tw- ten minutes of nothing until the match starts. Yeah. At l- dude, at least ten minutes. So he makes it was his entrance, at least, and then we get we go to commercial. We get a fear is coming promo, and then we get Austin Theory and Vince's office. I think that was the order of events. And then, and then uh, Damian does break. his entrance, and then another commercial break, and then the announcements, like the 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 pre match announcements, and then the match starts. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, so uh, her business ends up getting the win here. Yeah, uh, Miz. Grabs Dom by the foot uh, when he is trying to get back in the ring. So Ray then chases after Miz. They run up through the crowd. Shelton Benjamin rolls up Dom to get the win. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate your uh, you switching gears uh, on the Dom portion of that promo. Oh. <laughs> you go into a bit of a George McFly there. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to emulate his, uh, Dom's cadence. <laughs> You're trying to emulate boring. That they really got to do. They really have to do some with him. He looks like he does not belong in the WWE. Man, his outfit or his outfit is so goofy. He's so like lanky. It looks like Slenderman. I don't know. It's not. It's it's just. There's nothing convincing about Dom. Like he's a, he's a capable wrestler. Yeah, he's a decent wrestler. He's a capable wrestler. Um, but man, everything about him just screams. You need a rebrand, dude. I know. I know. So we're backstage, and Riddle is scribbling with a marker on a pad of paper. Uh, Orton walks up to him. Riddle says, hey, I'm just coloring in my coloring book trying to help me focus, even though it was obviously like a legal pad. Yeah. Um, He says, I'm foggy. My mouth has been dry. I've got the giggles. I don't know if it was a stomp from last week or because I put the high in Ohio. What do you think, Randy? Randy. And Orton's like, well, I see nothing out of the ordinary. You seem fine. And Riddle says, Randy, you always know how to make me smile. You got any life advice for me? Randy says, no, we're good. Uh, we're going to go to the ring, kick some ass, and next week we're winning back those tag titles. So that match is about to happen. But first, we get a Carmella and Zelina promo. Uh, Zelina says, I just watched the first episode of your reality series. Carmella, uh, you guys talk about having sex a lot. And and she says, in response to the challenge for the tag titles issued by Naomi and Sasha, we accept. And Carmella says, after their victory at WrestleMania, uh, she's going to bring up her fiancé and put on a real show. If you think that all we do is talk about sex, wait till you see how we celebrate. Yeah, and then uh, and then Corey refers to himself as a filet, as a filet mignon. <laughs> so bad. It, it was really bad. It's really honestly like it's it's funnier thinking about it in retrospect, but in the time, I'm like they're not even really accentuating their. I mean, look, they're very. I said this before. They're very pretty people. They're very pretty people, but like. They're also pretty funny, and they're emphasizing. Look, I know everybody likes sex, and that's what's going to sell. I get it. I understand. But creatively, if you want something that's pure and true, Larson, that's interesting. You want to go, yes. go with the comedy all, stuff. All, it's, all the trailers, it's a juxtaposition. It's a con- it's it contrapuntal. It is all the all the all the trailers just come off as really awkward. It's just awkward. <laughs> it really is, and it's like it's WWE. Where you're not going to show us anything. No, like there's nothing I can get here that I can't get at like literally millions of other sites. Much better, much more explicit. Anyways, 
after that, we had, uh, oh, yeah, so then we had that match, RK Bro versus Street Profits. Um, yeah, this is fun stuff, but it was, yeah, it had that wonky, weird finish where clearly uh, Ford and Orton sort of couldn't get their placement right on however that was supposed to end up because Ford completely annihilated what looked like Orton's shoulder or arm, mm-hmm. and uh, Orton was trying to get to the ropes. Because apparently he was supposed to get his foot on the ropes. Well, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know what the, the finish was supposed to be. Yeah. So I don't know if he was doing that because he, it was, oh, I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I want to stop this pinfall so, you know, I can get out of the ring and we can work on this or, or what exactly. But, yeah, he tried to roll and put his foot on the rope, came up a little bit short. And then there's no one to break up the pin. Yeah. Can't kick out of the frog splash. That's, that's Ford's finish. Yeah. So... And then everybody dropped character <laughs> immediately. Yeah, they all just like Riddle was acting serious, and yeah. and uh, Dawkins and Ford were like, "Oh my God, is he okay?" I'm yeah, like, kayfabe, brother, kayfabe. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, there's probably instances where you can do that, but that's Randy Orton in there, you know. Oh no, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like oh, we just fucked up Reggie. It's <laughs> this is Randy Orton, man. This guy matters. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, after that, we had a Seth and Kevin Owens interview. Uh, Kevin Owens doesn't want to hear Patrick's questions, says we have all the momentum. We're going to ride that momentum. We take the raw tag titles. We're going to take it to Mania, and the possibilities are are limitless. Uh, we could challenge the Usos and make it another titles for titles match. We could do whatever we want. Kevin Owens says the best part is that after they're done defending the titles, they get to leave that hellhole Dallas, Texas. He says, here, let me give you a preview, and then he just walks away. Just walks out. Just walks out. Uh, then we got a Veer's coming video package, and then we have Austin yeah. Theory in Vince's office. And Vince uh, says, uh, "You you want to discuss Pat McAfee show?" <laughs> so Theory says, "Yeah, Pat, he's unbelievable. Lists off all his accolades, all his success." He says, "But it's been twenty years, Vince. If you've done a sit down interview, <laughs> and the last time it happened, you slapped the papers off the interviewer's lap and stared him to death. I believe that was Bob Costas." I think it was, and that was pretty funny. It was either that or it was the CSN guy. It was the Canadian guy. Oh, was it that one? Because I know he ripped into Bob Costas, but I think he slapped the papers of the Canadian guy. Then that's what it is. (laughs) Regardless, it was all bad. It was bad. Things got pretty contentious between himself and Bob Costas. He says, so, but what if the interviewer got up and jumped you? What if Pat says something that gets under your skin and pisses you off? What if Pat tries to jump you, Vince? But you know what? I could be right there. I could be right there and have your back. And uh, uh, and then uh, Vince says, oh, you could pull Pat off me. And Theory says, yeah, I'll have your back. And Vince says, it's not that kind of show. Excuse me. So he gets up and leaves. And Theory grabs Vince's pencil, looks at both ends, and just says, yeah, but it could be. I don't know. I don't know either. What if it's Vince and that guy on the side screen, the guy that looks like the... Uh, AJ Hawk? Yeah, that guy. He looks like... Uh, He's not even on location, uh, though. Looks like Max Headroom. No, I'm saying at Mania for the tag match. Oh, okay, Mania. gotcha, gotcha. Or is he gotcha. just a digital creation? He does. He no, looks he was a, like an AI creation. He, he, I mean, there was a football player named AJ yeah. Hawk. But this is like the AI version. Of it could him, be. This is this is the be. NFT version of AJ Hawk. That could be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting Thursday. I tell you what. Uh, after yeah, that, we had finally after entrances that lasted a, a million years. Finn Balor versus uh, Damian Priest. And uh, Finn Balor ended up uh, winning this uh, with a coup de gras. 
And then uh, afterwards, Priest uh, grabbed the mic. He told Finn, he said, you know, I'm the... Yeah, the fans carried you to winning this U.S. title with all the they're cheering for you. Did you hear that respect that they're doing you now? I never heard it. The fans never gave me that. I was successful despite of them. So basically, I'm going to win that title back, and all that love isn't going to mean a damn thing, Finn Balor. And then Finn steps up to Priest, and Damian drops him with a lariat, toss him out of the ring, and then Razor's edges him. That Razor's edge was nasty. Onto the announce table, I yeah. know. But that promo was devastating for fucking Priest, man. Um, yeah, you know that there's people they they like they they love you. I never do. You know, he got a lot of cheers before he started doing this this uh, this this the uh, angel and devil thing. You know, I know he was pretty over. People were I cheering know. for him. I know. Uh, then to close the show, we had Edge come out. Uh, he says, "Here it is." What I've been waiting for, for someone to step up, accept my challenge, face me at Mania. Says my road to Mania gets a lot clearer tonight. I want to see it, so who's going to step up at first? There's nobody. And Edge just says, ah, what happened to this place? <laughs> and then AJ's music hits. He comes to the ring. Just tells Edge, I accept. Edge says, I'm happy you accept because I've wanted this match for a long time. You've wanted it for a long time. Clearly the fans have wanted it for a long time. It says Edge, Edge says, I want the bulldog AJ. I don't want the guy who's been playing tag team bitch to a moss. Ooh, wow. And they both drop the mics, but the camera audio picks up uh, AJ say, oh, is that what you think of me? Oh, is that what you think? Is that and, what you're saying here? That's and, what you're saying here. And it seems at first Edge like realized he crossed the line. He extends his hand. AJ's about mm-hmm. to shake it. Edge sucker punches him instead. Batters him in the corner. AJ responds with a couple shots of his own. Insegiri, he's looking for a phenomenal forearm. Edge ducks that. Kicks AJ right in the balls. Oh, wow. Hit them with the concerto, and then another one after that. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. He looked very, he looked orgasmic in doing. Uh, you know what he was doing? He was almost doing bully's uh, heat face. Yeah, man. He had to close the eyes. Yeah, him, Corey, Carmella, Veer, all sex obsessed. Larson, it's a new sex obsessed Monday Night Raw. Anyways, uh, I want to give a quick shout out here to a couple new patrons. Yes. Plan Nine. Mike Brown, is it the UFC fighter Mike Brown? That's isn't he player. like isn't he the guy that uh, God? What did he didn't he like destroy Uriah Faber's leg that one time? Or is that Aldo? That was that Aldo. was Aldo. What did Mike Brown? He did something. Yeah, that oh. sounds familiar. Uh, Faber broke his own hand uh, uh, on Mike Brown. That sounds right. And he had to like wrestle the rest of the match like with his other hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He never was able to capture that title. It was sad. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo, Davlin, and Raymond Weaver. Thank you very much. Thank for you, your thank support. you, thank you, thank you, everyone. On the Patreon, yes. we've got a thread here. Uh, let's see here. First up, uh, Alex Foster doing a little bit of uh, Forbidden Door booking here. He says, "As stoked as we all are for AJ versus Edge, am I the only one who wanted Christian to come out instead?" I mean, I think you're the only one who might have thought that was realistic. I mean, it wouldn't be possible. It, that's Christian not, has an AEW contract. That's not even close to being possible. It's not possible. That's what they call impossible. Yeah. Highly uh, improbable. Uh, IML says, bring back uh, Bad Bunny and have mm-hmm. him be like, hey, Damien, you've changed and just swap yeah. him back. Well, I'll accept yeah. it if we get the good Damien Priest character back. He's like, hold on, I know what's wrong. And then he like goes in his circuitry and fixes him. He's like, he should be working fine now. Uh, Cameron asks, did Carmella hint that she and Corey will have the second ever live sex show if she wins at Mania? That was the implication, yes. But See, you could do that, but then you insert comedy into it. 
you know, well, like the issue is they're not going to win. They're losing those bills. Listen, live sex show with fart noises. See, that's that sounds right? wildly entertaining. I don't disagree right? with that. I think that's a good idea. However, it's just not going to happen. God, it'd be so great because they're not winning at WrestleMania. Sasha and Naomi are winning those titles. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, Blake Whitehouse. <laughs> Here's a softball for you, Larson. All right. With all of Miz's accolades and memorable promos, what's keeping him out of the conversation for greatest of all time? Uh, he's not that interesting of a performer. <laughs> that I was going to say, the, watch five minutes of him talking. Yeah. And you'll know why he's not in that conversation. No, he's not in the conversation. Not even close. Goats can talk for five minutes and not just be, and just not have people focusing on just. Yeah, no. Spoke for five minutes last night and didn't say anything, anything of consequence. Brain, brain dead by default says talent. Ms. TV. Yeah. There's a lot of things keeping him out of that guy. I'm sorry, but there are. He's, name a compel. Like he had what? Like one match against Dolph Ziggler that, that might have been good. compelling. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's had some, like the stuff he and Maurice did. He's much better if he has someone to play off of. For example, true. Maurice. Also, Maurice yeah. is endlessly charming. Yeah, she's true. just really charming. She is. Yeah. Miz, not so much. She really is. Um, he's not without his positives. Yeah, he's longevity. Done good there's stuff. something to be said about longevity. Yeah. If you're, if you've been around for how? When did he debut? Two thousand and six or something like that. Six. I mean, you, you can't be around for fifteen years and not have a couple good moments. Yeah. I think the issue is not enough great moments. The yeah, like his best promo ever wasn't even on. It was like on Talking Smack. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, there's a lot keeping him from yeah from being, greatness. Yes, greatness, uh, yeah. Frolicious, I believe this. Sorry, came in late. Hoping for or with a sub. Thank you for the sub. Hoping for a great title reign from Finn. He can help put a, a young guys over with some good wins. Maybe a year long reign. Um, I, I hope they do something real. Wouldn't it be, oh man, wouldn't it be awesome if when Roman is unified champion and the mid-card titles are sort of the de facto top titles, if like Finn was like the rock holding, not the rock, the wrestler, but like, you know, the foundation of yeah. that concept, yeah. holding that U.S. title, Put taking on, awesome on all comers. Yeah, right? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, Xavier Gray. Asks, uh, why is WWE setting, suddenly treating Sasha Banks like she doesn't mean shit? Um, this is a good question, and I don't know the answer to it. She sort of found herself because she main evented last year, Mania, yeah. and this year she really, I mean, look, I know she's going to win the tag titles, but that's a huge step down. And it's like Naomi is the person initiating that. And Sasha had a big sort of showing at the Rumble, a big return and showing at the Rumble. And then there was nothing for like un until like last week. It, it's been weird. It has been weird. They didn't really bother to tell any sort of story of Sasha and Naomi teaming up. Yeah. It just happened. You got to think that maybe, maybe she was scheduled to do something. And that fell through. My, my personal theory, I have nothing to base this on other than was maybe she was scheduled to do something with Bailey, maybe in the maybe Bailey was supposed to be in the Naomi role, but like because a Bailey return would have made more sense from a relationship standpoint with Sasha, that that got and maybe they just had Sasha waiting 
for Bailey to get cleared, and then she couldn't get cleared, and they just were stuck with this. I wonder, I, think. I wonder with Ronda coming back if it might if if Sasha kind of might have uh, 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 gotten the short end of that. I think so because it seemed like they were setting up Charlotte and Sasha. Yeah, months back. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a total possibility as well. And maybe Bailey Sasha was like their secondary idea. If Ronda didn't show up, or if Ronda did show up. And then Bailey didn't show up, and then Sasha just ends up sort of waiting around, and now she has this. Mm-hmm. And I ho- I hope that maybe with uh, Naomi, they can really establish something fun with those tag titles that they really haven't been able to do until now. I know, I know. Uh, we got a sub here from Cody. So thank you. Another one from Rage. Rage says fifteen months on Twitch, but I've listened for years, and I love the friendo community. And Steve Larson Enforcer, thanks for the content in last. Thank you so much, Rage. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, we talked about that one. Uh, Darius Johnson, whose heel turn seems more justified, Damien's or Edge's? I feel like I'm not gonna just because it has been poorly executed. I feel like you can you can sort of chart Damien's heel turn. You know, I mean, if you if you start from when he had the personality shift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and him being told, hey. We're gonna put the thumbs on you if you. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna hold you down if you keep on flipping the switch. Yeah, I kind of feel like he's got some reason there, even if it's been a really awkwardly it's told been, story. It's been a, it's been a really, really, really awkwardly told story. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't necessarily look at what Edge did as a pure heel turn. It's motivated by him trying to bring out the best in AJ. Now, does he go to extremes to do that? Yes, he went too far. You could say. Should I have put a question mark in the thumbnail? No, because I think it's generally accepted. I think it's generally accepted. It's, a, it's an edge heel turn. I guess he went. He did some super violent stuff to AJ. So by that definition, it is. But like by heel turn, sometimes it just feels like, all right, you're turning heel. That's kind of what it feels like, you know. It's a complete shift in attitude. This just know? feels like a continuation of Edge's story to a degree. Where especially in Mania season, he's driven to pr- to prove himself against the best competition. Mm-hmm. We saw it last year yeah. too. Yeah. So I think Total it's more turn. that type deal. Speaking of hill turns, Patrick Kennedy asks, have you guys heard about Cain Velasquez getting charged with attempted murder? Um, we have heard about that. We haven't really talked about it for two reasons. Number one, uh, well, here on the show anyways. Uh, not a lot of details. That's the main thing. There's not a lot of details. Mm-hmm. Number two, like he's not really involved in wrestling all that much mm-hmm. anymore. Like I know he did the AAA match not kind of recently, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what was that? Was that a Triple Mania last year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's not really featured or anything. And yeah, there's just there's not a lot of details here. He's apparently locked up, and he's they're not allowing him out on bond. So uh, sort of wait and see what happens with that. Yep. Uh, White Brownie says, since there's no premium live event this month, can you see WB using the extra time to build up the matches or simply try to come up with more matches for Mania? Hopefully they'll actually invest in, in producing some interesting story beats leading up to WrestleMania on, on weekly TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It'd be nice. Um, when stuff happens on Raw, it makes Raw much more enjoyable. Uh, not surprisingly um let's see here kayfabes mayfabe says did uh, i'll have to take a look at this did it seem to anyone else that the edge turn was basically a shot for shot remake of when orton turned on him two years ago oh was it i'll have to take a look at that i yeah. don't know yeah um that's a that's a that's a pot wouldn't that be something i there's something not expected from wwe but that'd yeah, be pretty I great i know It'd be pretty awesome, and if it's if if Edge is back there talking about this stuff, it wouldn't shock me if he was like, "Hey, that brought out the best in me. This is how I want to bring out the best in AJ, and we do it the exact same way." Yeah, that That's wouldn't smart. surprise me either. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, King CDM. Vince has decided to do a McMahon in every corner again. This time Triple H is involved. The winner gets the company in kayfabe. Who are the proxies for Vince, Shane, Steph, Linda, and Triple H? So we have a fatal five-way match. Each like of the wrestlers ring, has yeah. a, a, a proxy for a McMahon. Okay. So Vince is obviously Austin Theory. Yeah, clearly, yeah. Shane, I want to revisit Amos. Okay, Remember good. Remember Amos was good. his guy. Yeah, that's true. No. Steph. Can they re-sign a Control Your Narrative guy? I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Linda. <laughs> For Linda, it's going to be Braun Strowman. All right. Triple H, I mean, take your pick of Triple H guys. Finn, Kevin Owens, Seth. Who, yeah, who's a winner, though? Who's like a winning Seth. guy? Seth, okay. For Steph. All right. Stephanie. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they, she'd have to raw gate Triple H 1999. That's what she would do. All right. There you go. Triple H 1999. Good. Good. Um, <laughs> Mayor of Planet Houston. What if they just forgot Tommaso Ciampa was a member of 2.0 and just left him on Raw? And why does everyone keep acting like he's some young upstart rookie? <laughs> like he's some 2.0 scrub and not someone who's been wrestling for like 20 years. There's a picture of him on Wikipedia from 10 years ago and he looks like a totally different person. Yeah, he does. Because he's new to main roster. Exactly. So he's still a main roster rookie. So he's a, a young upstart from 2.0. He just got signed to 2.0 in February. He's only been here for a year. Forget everything that happened with him and Gargano. John. John. Um, uh, sports things asked if you've seen the Randy update from Fightful. Yeah, Fightful Select had a Randy update. Just pretty much said it wasn't the intended finish. Randy got hurt. Okay. No update on when he should be back or no, or no, no. Apparently, it was, it was a ribs thing. Oh, oof, oof. All right, let's see here. Uh, David Matushek, we'll end on this one. Uh, if you were bold enough to take a lashing from Bianca's hair to oof. take that whip, would you wince on impact or take it like a sponge on the recoil? <laughs> what? Never heard of that phrase before. Or take it like a sponge on the recoil. How do you know what that's a reference to? I don't know if it's a reference. Is he literally thinking of what would happen if a sponge took a took a, a whipping? I mean, I'd wince because it'd probably hurt. I mean, I'm a human being. Yeah, I'm not a sponge. And I don't have a high threshold for pain, so that looks like it hurts. Yeah, it looks like I would, that looks like I it really would hurts. wince. I'd yeah. probably double over and throw up in front of everybody. Yeah, me too. Maybe I might poop my pants. You might see a man poop his <laughs> pants. He's got a bulge in the front and in the back. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow for our NXT review. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. 
and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.